Hey everybody, this is Davis over at the CFG and I would like to welcome you to another episode of Pop Culture Gems. This is a series where we talk to amazing creators, artists, cosplayers, voice actors, and so much more. If you like the interviews we do with these amazing guests, give us a thumbs up and subscribe to our YouTube channel, the CFG channel, or you can either go to our main website, confreaksandgeeks.com to, or listen to it on any podcast services out there. Today, I am talking to two of the co-founders of a brand new anime experience that will be in coming to Arizona in late October. They are some awesome, awesome dudes that are trying to trying to bring more of the anime slash Japan experience to your local area. You should definitely check this place out. It's called UwuCon that uh, that you should uh, you should uh, see on their website uwucon.com. I'd like to welcome Justin Park and Preston Statzer to the show. How are y'all doing today? Good. I appreciate you inviting us out. Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah, no problem. You know, it's actually kind of funny because like, uh, so I used to live in Arizona. I don't live in Arizona now uh, anymore, but uh, uh, so I, I'm pretty like very knowledgeable on the the anime comic book, you know, convention scene. And then when I was like looking at the list, I was like, ooh, Con, what is this? <laughs> I was just looking at some more information. I'm like, what it's like this is this sounds like it's going to be a big deal this is before you kind of started announcing things so but when uh when when i was hearing a little bit of the uh of the grumblings from the community they were just like oh yeah there's supposed to be a new event that's supposed to be coming and i was like oh man i need to find i need to find these people i want to i would love to talk to them i would love to hype it up because arizona needs more representation of the scene so so yeah so definitely well welcome definitely definitely uh have it's a pleasure to see y'all on the show Thank, thank you. It's thank a pleasure you. to be here. Okay, well, let's get let's get this party started. Uh, so I, know, I wish there was a better way to ask this, but like, who are the founders of Uwakon? Like, who who is Preston and uh, uh, Preston and Justin? So my name is Preston Stancer. Um So about me, I've been kind of traveling the whole con circuit for a long time. Uh, I started out doing a comic book media company. Uh, called Comics Press, and we kind of just travel around to convention to convention. I think uh, I've done probably close to 60 or 70 now, um, and pretty much we would just go and pretty much just cover content, bring it back, put it up on our website. Uh, we would actually start hosting panels and, you know, just really just take the whole scene and just go for it, um, and it was a lot of fun. Get to meet a lot of people, network, um, voice actors, celebrities, uh, local artists, something like that. And that, that kind of carried over to what I really want to do was open up a comic book store slash game store. And that's where Olympus Games has came into. Uh, we opened in October of 2020. Um, and we just kind of like, – we opened during COVID, which was insane. Wow. Um, it was kind of like uh, it took two years to build our, our site or our, our store. And then they were just like, here you go. And we're like, okay, sink or swim. So we just went for it. And it actually is a testament. It's a, It was the best thing for us uh, to open during COVID, uh, to give people um, that really needed a place to come and kind of experience and just kind of uh, geek out or however you want to say it is just kind of come through. So that's how I started. And then we started doing pop-up events in our parking lots um, and bringing out, you know, anime and comic book vendors uh we were starting to do takeovers in our parking lot and 
things led to another where we're like, you know what? I think it's time to actually create a convention. Uh, we, we really, really listened to all the feedback from, uh, from, from fans to vendors to artists to uh, voice actors on how to do cons better. And that's what kind of got us an idea. And that's what we've been doing. So it's been, it's been a journey. <laughs> oh, wow. This is like, this all kind of spanned in the, like, how long did it kind of really, like, the timely, like, how long did it all span into, like, you said, like, from the store to running a comic, <laughs> trying to run, you run your first comic event, comic convention, or anime convention, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, actually, it's, um, uh, technically, this is our second that, uh, uh, on a convention level, um, we were the, the co-hosts, um, of it was last year's event called Be My Secret Cars and Anime um, with Gearhead Society. And so we we pretty much planned and did everything uh, to bring that convention to Arizona for them. Uh, and then we partnered up with them. So uh, this is our second one, but now we're standing on our own as our own uh, kind of um, business and our own kind of ideas and, and, and name and uh, what you'd say. So... Uh, it's taken, I, I would say it's taken the full two years to pretty much get to where we are, uh, long. I mean, it's, it's a huge, it's a huge jump, uh, from a store to a, you know, doing pop-up events to running last year's one day convention to now we're actually doing the three day convention. So we're, we're excited, but I think our growth has been really, um, done well. And we have the team behind us now to really, uh, put on a great show. Well, that's awesome. Uh, I mean, I know it's a little wordy, but how, how, how about you, Justin? Uh, like, like, who are you? Like, uh, 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 yeah, who are you? Yeah. So uh, again, I'm Justin Park. Uh, I'm Preston's main business partner. Um, I am actually from uh, a different industry entirely. Uh, I own a bar or a pub uh, in Mesa, Arizona called Drunken Tiger. Um, so I'm originally from the food industry, and I have a lot of experience uh, doing event stuff there. A little bit less uh, of a pedigree than Preston when it comes to the anime industry, but I can say that I've been an anime fan and a nerd and a weeb since, I mean, as long as I can remember. Um, and then just linking up with him, I would say probably at this point, maybe like six, seven months ago now-ish, Um we just started talking, seemed like a like-minded individual. And I, I decided to pull the trigger and be like, hey, you know what? Let's try hopping into this uh, this industry that I've cared a lot for, but I know nothing about. Um, and so uh, that's why I started working with Preston. Oh, wow. So you kind of, so basically kind of like a leap of faith. Like uh, like you said, you're mostly in the food industry, but then, but like the anime side and stuff, but you're an anime fan, but you never really kind of got into it as much. As what right. Preston so like, about. again, always a fan, like always a fan. Uh, he actually came into my restaurant one random day and was asking about the art on my wall. Um, and then we just got to talking. He was like, hey, I own a TCG shop. And then next day I went to go visit and literally just like that friendship started, business partnership started. I swear to God, press, uh, press. You must be like the friendliest guy I've ever like just walking to him. He definitely is. I network a lot, and that's. I mean, it's yeah. I I love it. I love meeting new people and just talking to everyone. So, yeah, it worked out for me. So that's a good that's a good skill to have. But no, like uh, well, well uh, what is y'all's personal geekdom? Like, what do y'all what are y'all into uh, into? Because like, to to run an anime convention, I'm sure you definitely have to somehow be into some in, in like some sort of geekdom to make you want to to run it. So, what's y'all's personal geekdom? Justin, you want to go first? 
Yeah, I can go first. Uh, I mean, personally, uh, I'm a manga reader, uh, mm-hmm. first and foremost. So that's like the majority. Uh, I mean, I started collecting manga when I was maybe in the fourth grade was maybe my first time, which is like well over 20, 20 years at this point. Um, oh, wow. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm into that. Uh, I love building Gundam models. Um, if I'm talking about shows, I don't really watch too much current anime. I used to watch all of the older ones, um, kind of like the Sailor Moon, the Yu Yu Hakusho, like mm-hmm. Toonami era. Um, yeah. That's when I really watched dubs for the first time and like really finished it from beginning to end. Nowadays, I don't really watch much, but I do read. So I would say mostly manga, a little bit of Gundam modeling here and there. Um, mm. But definitely like Ruini Kenshin, uh, some of the more classic, like, or well, yeah. now considered classic Naruto Bleach and Full Metal Alchemist type of stuff. Yeah, I just like those. Your, your, like the tattoos that you have are like virtually Naruto, <laughs> like, like a oh, Naruto. Yeah, sleeve. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so I got, I got this guy. This one's fairly new. Um, and then I have these two, and then this one up here. Oh but wow! This one is a uh, transmutation circle. Roy Mustang uh, from Full Metal. So, uh, yeah, all over the place. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I mean, I, I like it, right? So yeah, uh, it's on yeah. my body. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to pull your geek card away from you. You're good. <laughs> what about you, Preston? Yeah, so I don't have any tattoos, uh, uh, but um, I think my kind of geek gem really started out in the comic book area. Um, was really kind of heavy into that. That's I mean, that's how I really originally started to open up a store, um, especially traveling to so many conventions, meeting meeting my heroes, you would say, uh, of mm-hmm. people on, on TV and, uh, uh, and reading. So um batman uh batman beyond on obviously is like one of my my favorites uh and then also it went into halo uh and stuff like that but then for for anime it was really i i only got into it about five years ago uh i was in i was in i was someone new like and i'm fine to admit that uh and and so uh and i started out as dub because i could not read and watch uh, at the same time uh, so that's why I, I interact with a lot of the English voice actors and can adapt to them a lot more uh, because I, I, I got to go back and, you know, watch everything. Like I, I've watched one piece up to about 700 episodes. Um, and then I think my, my, my people are going to crucify me, but my first anime uh, I watched was Sword Art Online, uh, um, the first season. And I, I really enjoyed that. And then, um, some of my favorite animes since then was, you know, like uh, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood um, and really just going into, I, I, I'm still watching Naruto. Like uh, no one told me that there was a skip thing that I could, I could skip all the fillers. So I've been watching every single episode. So Justin didn't even tell me that Justin's ruined a few things through Naruto. And he was like, you've had 20 years to watch oh, it. No. Yeah. It's not really so, my fault at this point. In um, time. But, uh, and then obviously, uh, running a TCG store, I have a love for Pokemon. Uh, so, um, uh, I love Pokemon and my, my spirit animal is Snorlax. Uh, everything about me. Oh, are you serious? Cause mine is too. I love Snorlax. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like adorable. So, like, uh, I we usually stream, shameless plug, uh, twitch.tv slash CFG games. Uh, but uh, we got, like, someone gave me these hats a long time ago. And then, like, some some uh, someone actually gave, knitted me a Snorlax, a Snorlax hit, like, oh, uh, oh, beard. Awesome. 
before and i was like oh my god okay i gotta wear this all the time you're totally right <laughs> so yeah i i have i i'm looking and i have about seven giant plushes up on my shelves uh and then my license plate even says zzz lax so, <laughs> that's yeah, awesome that is, so yeah that is kind of like the the summary i would say of my my geekdom that is no, that's cool. Hey, you shouldn't feel ashamed about saying Sora Online is you like what you like, you know, in five years, and no one should uh, ridicule anyone about it. So it's all good. So, I mean, like, I, I'm old, I'm OG the way I look at it because, like, I got introduced with like Neon Genesis back in the 90s on the VHS tapes. <laughs> so yeah. that's how old I am. <laughs> that's how old I am. But uh, yeah, I, but no, I would agree though, Justin. Like Kenshin's one of my favorites of all time, I will say. So I've watched Pokemon from beginning to now, like from from you know the original all the way to I think we're on season twenty four or twenty five. Like I've watched every single season. So oh my gosh, <laughs> you are cra- yeah. See, that's dedication. I will say that because yeah. that is crazy. All right, well, like and uh, uh, so this is Uwukan's inaugural show. Uh, what is the origin of starting the convention up? Uh, so yeah, um, like I said before, uh, me and Preston met at my restaurant and, uh, he was just inquiring about my art and my art was actually done by my tattoo artist. Um, so we are just kind of vibing about that. So then when he did tell me he had a TCG shop and I went to go visit it, uh, the, the following day, um, we just got to talking, you know, uh, he already had a podcast room. He was working on an anime shop room inside, uh, his store and, um, his store is actually, I think it's like well over 5,000 square feet. So it's a large oh, wow. space. Um, at the time, uh, I mean, obviously I have my restaurant, but I was looking at other investment opportunities, not necessarily within the restaurant industry. Um, and then I kind of got to talking about uh, doing a cafe. And years ago, I started thinking about how fun would it be to actually have a real life cosplay cafe like in Arizona? Because at least from what I've seen, there's not like an actual like this is what we are themed made cafe or a cosplay cafe. Um, so we kind of started talking about that initially and talking about how maybe we can bring in a cafe into uh, uh, his store. Um, that kind of evolved into us being like, how cool would it be if we could just throw our, our own con? Like we're nerds. We like going to cons. Is it possible? Maybe. And then we just kind of started talking about it too long. Don't read like here we are. No, oh, that's cool. Wow. I mean, yeah, that's pretty, that's pretty cool. From, so, so from, from made cafe to convention itself, it's a, it's a really big step out there though. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the thing is like, we are still planning, like we've been working with the city and everything uh, to build the, the cafe uh, and Justin's going to kind of bring in uh, some really cool food for it. Um, mm-hmm. We're going to be doing, it's going to be a coffee bar slash cafe, uh, which mm-hmm. is awesome. Uh, and it was originally going to be called uh, Ubu Cafe, uh, and mm-hmm. and it still is. But then we're like, you know what? Like, it'd be really cool if. Uh, uh, I mean, I've I've worked alongside so many other cons, and and we I've done this enough, and and we've done kind of uh, you know our parking lots where now we're we're filling the parking lots. Like, um, we've had two uh, we've had two pop up events where we've had over twelve hundred cars. Uh, in our wow. parking lot, uh, and so where we've worked with, you know, the Mesa Police and them like that, and they encouraged us to do it. We went and got our city permits and stuff like that. But now we're like, well, if we can do it like this, I mean, and we ran BMS last year, what can't we like? Why can't we just do our own? 
And so it took a lot of planning. Like it wasn't just like a whim, like, oh, let's try it, blah, blah, blah. No, it was yeah, – we, we built a team out and we, we kind of we, – we grabbed the best of the best um, for planners and PR and social media and, and IT and everything. And we've kind of built this team now that we're um, – they're great. They're a bunch of rock stars. They, they kill it. So um, – and that's how now we're kind of – really really trying to showcase something different and who we are and you know this people will be very excited to see what we're about to do that's great and uh and i know being the first year it looks like the sh- i mean being the first year and, from, and also looking at your website itself which is a really good website which by the way once again uwukon.com uh uh, it looks like the show is looking to be a pretty big inaugural show. I mean, y'all have a really strong guest roster, especially for an anime uh, anime show that, uh, in Arizona. I'd say it's a very it's pretty it's very strong. I would say uh, from from some of the with the cast members that you had. I was like, wow, I can't believe y'all got some of these people. And uh, like, but uh, what made y'all pull all the stops and create to create it uh, to create the show that uh, that may grow into something more in the AZ area, like in the first year, like y'all basically pulling, pulling all the stops on this one. Yeah. I mean, um, we want to go big. Uh, we kind of really wanted to kind of put our foot down and really show, showcase what we can do. Um, we have a lot larger ideas than even this show, uh, which is crazy to think, but, uh, we do. Um, but I, we really wanted to showcase a lot of the voice actors, um, a lot of people that haven't been to the, to Arizona before, uh, but then also we wanted to bring our, our good friends out as well that we've, we've already worked with over the years. Um, you know, like we have, we have Erica Schroeder, uh, we're, we're working with, we're, we've worked with, um, a few of the other Jujutsu Kaisen people before. And so we're really wanting to focus on a lot of things. And, um, and that's why like me and Justin's relationship works so well is because, we had the same thought process and we really wanted to kind of divulge into of a more cultural and also um, entertainment kind of convention. Uh, and then uh, the, the best point of that was, was really bringing in all the food and uh, I'll let Justin talk about that because I mean, that was, that's his side of things. And um, I, I'm the networking kind of more of the, uh, voice actors and everything side and and he's like the other entertainment side of things so uh we're, we're excited like to really pull out all the stops uh to pretty much i dare say like create the new bar like <laughs> uh and everything like that and uh so i i think that's what we're that's what we're really really trying to do so justin would you have to add yeah and just to just to add on to what preston said uh one of the main reasons why i left the fine dining industry to make my own pub is because i wanted everyone to be able to enjoy the food that i was making right um you step into places like fine dining and there's like a clear demographic there's a clear like blank you know i don't care how old you are i don't care what like you know uh, how how much money you make? I don't care, you know, where you're from or anything. Everyone should be able to come into any kind of situation, feel comfortable, and enjoy themselves, right? That's my mentality going into this con as well. That's why I think we've tried so hard to do so much, kind of like really early. Um, not because we're trying to not necessarily like bite off more than we can chew or show off, but just to show that hey, we are serious 
we do clearly care. We're not just trying to make it like a one and done. Here's just like a couple A-listers for you and like be happy. It's like, like, like Preston was saying, we're, we're very, uh, you know, we're trying to focus on the cultural aspect of it as well as promote the community and go local, you know, like all the food I'm bringing in are all local people. Um, you know, the, uh, we have a K-pop crew coming in, uh, for performances, also a local group. Like we want to help push local. Um, and that's why we haven't been like super shooting out to like random, just like, you know, we're not money hungry people. We have passion and it's a passion project. So we, we want to treat it as such. And we think it's cool. So, oh, so yeah. we got to make it cool, you know? <laughs> I just like the idea of the fact that you're adding, like, you know, I mean, food is really literally kind of was kind of put in the backseat for a long time, especially at the anime conventions itself. Because mostly when you think of food, you're not really thinking of like a, a sit down, like restaurants or anything. Usually right. when you go to an anime event, you're going to food trucks and right. stuff like that. It's not like a patio and stuff. Yeah, that, and, what you're, and what even you're planning. Then, and even then, the food typically done by conventions they don't allow a lot of outside food as it is so it's like the same thing over and over again it's the cold turkey sandwiches it's the chicken tenders it's the chicken nuggets you know it's a pizza for like 30 dollars for a 12 inch pizza and cold mac and cheese yeah cold mac and cheese whatever it is and you know we were fortunate enough to find a venue who's willing to completely work with us i have literally handpicked every single person that we want to work with we we have food that is not only culturally appropriate but anime appropriate. Like we're making Ichiraku ramen from Naruto. We're making a uh, Sumire Karage from Food Wars. Um, I just got another person to do a Tokyo Hamburg steak, uh, just like they did in, in Food Wars, you know? Like that's all also part of anime. That's, you know, it's such a huge part and I never understood why people didn't capitalize on it. Obviously I'm from the food industry, so that's all I think about. Um, but I think that's what, that's at least one of the other things that'll kind of set us apart in terms of our, our con. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And I mean, then I'd say like food wars is basically 30 minutes of food porn. So I will definitely give it that. <laughs> so and if to see it in real life, I'll be even better. So we'll go, but I know, but what's kind of cool though, too, nice segue over is that one of the guests coming to the show is actually with us today. And uh, she is an incredible talent who has voiced iconic roles, such as a, uh, a huge assortment of different Pokemons in the Pokemon series, including Eevee, Sylvian, and several others of the uh, evolutions. Dark Magician Girl, My Valentine, and Akiza Akinski from Yu-Gi-Oh! And the OG, soon-to-be King of the Pirates, Monkey D. Luffy from One Piece, and the OG Blaze, the cat from Sonic the, he the Hedgehog, just to name a few. I would like to also welcome voice actor Erica Schroeder to the show. How are you doing, Erica? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here with you fine gentlemen. <laughs> yes and i'm really glad it's a definitely a big a big honor to see uh for you to come to come by in your busy busy schedule so it's really cool to talk uh, talk with you <laughs> talk to you a little bit so uh and and uh i know that you do like many shows yearly to greet your fans and uh and i'm sure you cannot say yes to like every show that wants you to be a guest uh what yeah like <laughs> what is uh, what is it that drew you in uh, uh in to come to the brand new UUCon event well, first and foremost, um, I love and adore Preston. He is a people person. He's so friendly, and 
Um, I'm, I'm a people person, too, and I was very drawn to his personality when he had me to one of his events, the Be My Secret Cars and Anime Con, um, and I had a fantastic time there. I felt very taken care of. He went above and beyond to to make sure that I felt comfortable. Um, you know, not at, not every con does that, you know, and offering to, you know, show me the downtown area and like just really the personal touch. I just so appreciated. And because of that, I had an amazing time when I was there. And I was like, gosh, I can't wait to go back, you know, and it's just freaking beautiful there. I mean, we just talk about how gorgeous it is. So, um, you know, we went bar hopping. It was fun, right? So it's yeah, like, it was a lot of fun. Um, So I flipped for the area. And then also like, he was like telling me about the food thing. And I was like, this is brilliant. This is interesting. This is intriguing. This is groundbreaking. Um, And I love food. So <laughs> I am a foodie. I don't know if you knew that, Justin, but I'm I like a not. big... Oh, well, I am we're, a big... We're setting up, uh, you know, goodie bags for you guys as well when you guys come in, so... Yeah, I see. It's it's the personal touches like that that you that you remember, you know. And so, um, it was an obvious choice when he was like, "We're doing an event," and you know, he had this whole speech prepared, and I was like, "I'm in, I'm in. I don't even need to hear about it. I already, I just, I'm gonna do it. I'm coming back. Right. I loved my time there." And uh, just to let you know, Davis, like we actually started. I she was the first one. She was the first voice actor on the list of me, and so I wanted to start it out with her. And I knew I could build from her and uh, she's been nothing but a delight to work with and uh, kind of a uh, mentor of mine also because she has done so many cons. So she's she's really helped me kind of get my feet wet more uh, working with, you know, voice actor agents and other voice actors. So. Uh, thank you, Erica, for, for always helping me. Well, I feel so special. I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> um, <laughs> that character's going to show up somewhere, you know, soon, but I don't know. <laughs> could be could be on any numerous amount of animes or other video games or such. But no, um There you go. No, it's been a pleasure talking with you and getting to know you and I've just, you know, sometimes you just make a friend along the way, you know, and someone that you trust and someone that you like and you want to spend more time with and spend time in the area, you know, like I said, it's just beautiful there. So, it was an obvious choice to come back. And the fans were just so lovely. And know, we even yeah. had because since we only did a one-day show last year, uh, we end up having to do an in-store signing with her the very next day. At, oh, wow. Uh, That's at Olympus right. Games. At Olympus Games. Yeah, that was fun. That was a great idea. Um, yeah, that not everybody got to, not everybody had Saturday off, right? So he was like, let's add a day and see the people who are working Saturday if they can, you know, come to do the personal signing, which was a, a really sweet idea. And again, kind of goes back to what Justin was saying earlier. I was listening in um, <laughs> about doing it for people, not just being greedy, but like loving the community and, you know, just thinking about things like that. Oh, you know, what about the people that couldn't make it? You know, just personal touches like that is what makes it special. That's cool. I mean, yeah, that's, uh, that's, re that's really cool. And, uh, and uh, I know I like at UbuCon this year amongst like other incredible voice actors that will be attending as guests. And I'm sure that you've worked with some of them in the past. Um, is there anybody that you've worked with before that, that you haven't seen in a while that you're looking forward to seeing again? Well, there happen to be a few. Um, so I did look at the list. So I'm glad that I'm prepared for this. But <laughs> First of all, well, Dan Green and I live close to each other, so we actually get to see each other. But the fans don't, 
You know, the mm-hmm. fans never get to see him. So, and I don't get to do too many conventions with him. So we're super excited because we're close friends. And so we'll get to spend some time together at the con. And then Eric Stewart. I love Eric. You know, Eric <laughs> directed me in Yu-Gi-Oh. You know, he was the OG director for me. And so we go way back, you know, and we make jokes because his name is Eric Stewart. Mine's Erica Schroeder. So um, <laughs> I call myself the other ES. And then, oh, God, I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to. I'm going to get in a lot of trouble for it. Darren <laughs> Dunstan is not coming to this one, but he goes by DD. And so I call myself the other DD, the other double D. But anyway, <laughs> it's just too much fun not to. Amazing. But, um, I love Eric so much. And Lisa Ortiz has been a super close friend forever. And I, she's on the West coast now. So it's like, you know, I got to say this. I didn't know she was coming until yesterday. Oh, wow. I saw that she was coming. I was like, Oh my God. Cause Lisa and I are like, you know, attached to the hip when we see each other. So I'm very excited to spend time with her. I love her very much. And I guess you guys are having Kaylee Mills, who I've met at conventions before. She's super sweet. Mark Witten, amazing company. I've had dinner with him at cons. Um, And this is crazy. You guys are having Zeno and this is insane. I have not met Zeno, but I am his, I am his advisor of sorts because (laughs) I'm his ghost Rotom phone. Oh, are you serious? Oh, oh wow. So it's like I'll finally get to meet the person that I've been giving all this information to cool. all this time, right? You know it's so. actually funny? Like every time, like every single time when I go to an anime event, uh, I always like uh especially on the press side, there's like, hey, you want to go talk to Zeno Robinson? And I'm like, Yeah, I mean I've I've been wanting to talk to Zeno Robinson for like two years now. And every single time either something came up. Or something I like, or something happened on my side that I was that I had to cancel. So like, I am hoping. So it's it's been like a running joke around here over over on my backside. They'll be like, yeah, it's, it's like, like the oh, Matt Damon of your show. He's like essentially, <laughs> essentially, it's like he doesn't even know I exist. But it's like I'm, I'm trying. Like I was like, listen, I've been wanting to talk to you for literally for years now. But like, I would love to talk to you, get a chance to you. So hopefully this ha- Hopefully it happens at UUCon. <laughs> you know. We had the pleasure to be able to take him out to dinner a few weeks ago when we were at Crunchyroll, and he is just a delight to, to be around, and he's so energetic and mm-hmm. uh, just has so much uh, so much to say, which is awesome. And um, I, he he's one of our favorite people. That's I've heard funny. nothing but amazing things about Zeno, so I, I it, it'll be exciting to finally meet him. Yeah, <laughs> him, yeah, him and AJ Beckles are the two I've I've been interested in wanting to ever meet. Like I never really met those two before, but yeah, no, I totally understand. That's cool, man. So it seems like you're going to have a fun time, me like catching up with a lot of folks over there. So yeah, it'll definitely be. You know, I mean, at these events, you know, the voice actors. Some of us are in Texas. Some of us are in Canada. Some of us are in the West Coast. Some of us are in the East Coast. And like, this is really our only opportunity to like socialize and put the different groups together. You know, this is like, this is the time where we get to know the other communities. And so it's something I always look forward to. Like, who am I going to have dinner with tonight? You know, (laughs) an old friend, a new friend, you know, it's, it's always fun. That is awesome. No, it's always great, and that's it. I mean, it's always perfect. It's always, I, I love it, and I mean, and then and in recent years, uh, things have changed uh, to doing like voice voiceovers for shows itself. Um, uh, now, I mean, you could do it at your home, and uh, as opposed to the studios directly uh, itself. Do you prefer? Do you personally prefer doing voiceovers in the studio or doing it at the comfort of your own home? 
That's an amazing question. And it's a very complex answer. And I'll, I'll have to explain it by going back to saying I'm a people person, right? <laughs> I love people, but I don't need to see them. As you can see, like you're not seeing me, right? I love the voice and I love to hear people through, you know, through their voice. And there's a different kind of uh, microscope when you're just communicating through your voice. Um, and it's a different way to get to know people. And so I definitely miss the in-person feel and the hugs, you know, and the um, mm. the camaraderie of that. But it doesn't leave. I still talk to the same people just through a yeah. microphone where we don't see each other. Well, some shows do want to see you. So sometimes I do have my camera activated and the light shining in my face. But um, <laughs> my daughter has a lot, does a lot of shows out of our studio. It's It made it so much better for me as a mom as a voice coach and as the mom of a voice, another voice actor. Um, I was doing crazy things like I had two or three bookings a day in Manhattan, but then I had a daughter in New Jersey that I had to get to Manhattan and mm. then figure out how to get her to a different studio than me at the same time. And it wow. was a nightmare. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I did it and I did it really well, but it was very, very stressful. And now it's like, okay, honey, I'm done. All right, let's set up. Let's get the water in here. Oh, different system. Click, click, click. Use the restroom. Let's have some tea. Okay, we're ready to go. You know, like I say that like it happens in two minutes, but I always (laughs) put a half an hour between. But before, if I'm commuting from a studio on 23rd to a studio on 54th, I can't. I can't do that necessarily in a half hour. I can try, but I might be late and that adds extra stress. And then I have to hire someone to a friend of ours to spend time with her because I'm not going to send her to a studio without my supervision. So anyway, it's made it so much easier. And it's also made it easier for me being a voice coach. I can do both jobs in one day before I could only do you know, coaching on certain days and acting on other days. Now I coach every morning, I act every afternoon and I audition and mother every night. So, wow. <laughs> so yeah, you're just, you're just all, yeah. It, okay. So it, I would say the short story, the short would be like, yeah, the home is, a, <laughs> it's definitely I preferred because of my multi-career life, you know, yes. um, and because I'm a, because I'm a mother and being a parent is very important mm-hmm. and you don't want to shuffle that off, you know. So it's amazing. I get to greet them when they come home from school now. Like before, I could only do that one or two days a week. Now, every day I'm home. I, I wanted to ask a question, if it's OK. Um, your daughter is now some of the lead voice act, uh, like acting mm-hmm. uh, has 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 her. um has her like lifestyle at school changed in any way since she just started school? Like do kids treat her differently? Do you know yet? You know, that's a great question. Um, it's so funny cause she was in the, the school musical last year. She played Pepper and Annie and I looked at her bio and I was expecting to be like, I'm the voice of Coco and Chuggington and I'm the voice of BB and Batwheels and I'm the voice of Julia and Eureka, Disney's Eureka. I mean, she's got some My goodness. credits and she was in Mirai, which was Oscar nominated. She's got certainly a lot to talk about. There was none of it nothing in her bio she was like i like to make crafts and i like it was so freaking cute because i was like look at her being humble and it warmed my heart because she didn't she didn't want to 
like, you know, she does talk about it. Her friends do know. They think it's awesome. But yet, you know, it's like me and my family. They don't, they're not like, Queen Erica, come to the table. Oh, si- will you sign an autograph for me? You know, they're like, what's up? You know, they treat me like they would treat any, any of their other friends awesome. or family. You know, yeah. So it's like she has great friends that support her. They love her. But they don't, you know, geek out too hard on her. Every once in a while, someone finds out. Like some boy. Like, oh my God, you were in that anime. Oh, oh. You're beating go, them off with a stick. Like, I, I... <laughs> <laughs> not yet, because, you know, thankfully she's so focused on her work. She's not thinking about the boys yet. But who knows? Maybe next year. We'll see. <laughs> knock on wood. <laughs> but... I know. Hey, knock on all the wood. Right. And, uh, and, um, and, uh, you've done like a giant assortment of different Pokemons throughout the years. Uh, do you have any favorites? Of your like of your own like that you so play i do like answering this question but it always it like it makes me think of immediately like when someone's like do you have a favorite child you know what i mean <laughs> i have a favorite daughter and i have a favorite son i'm very lucky that i can say that um <laughs> no, it, it's funny also because it changes based upon my mood you know because i've voiced over 60 um in the past several years and you know, there's certain ones that you just are like, oh, I hope they come back, you know, and then ones that you're like, that was fun, you know, so you have a different level of love, I guess, for a lot of them. But some of my favorites, I'll just name a couple, a uh, few that I really love and, you know, hold on to dearly. And that's Sandy the Eevee, you know, um, and the president would know because he watched every every episode. But um, from Sun and Moon. Yeah, I just ah, love Sandy. Um, spunky, you know, fun, cute sweet, um, fiery, you know, lots of great adjectives. And then Sobble. I love Sobble because Sobble is so vulnerable. And just, you just <laughs> your heart is just breaking for Sobble. He evolves, he looks like a little emo kid. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I just love him. Um, and then I guess Tapu Koko is another favorite because, um, boy, a lot from that arc. Because I had this crazy voice that I used to do when I was younger, um, and this like this weird sound effect. I love to play with my voice from a very young age. And I was able to incorporate that into the character. I was like, someday this will like become a part of something. And it and it, when it happened, it just so happened that it was a legendary, you know, it's for Tapu Koko. And then uh, one or two others, Levani, just because it's just weird. And um, <laughs> Garboder, just because I think nobody would think that I would be hired for that. Which you was Garboder? Is garbage the, the garbage stuff? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They had me do Trubbish, which seemed very a natural thing for me. But then the director was like, and you're going to be Garboda. And I was like, okay. You know, like I. <laughs> I am a garbage disposal. Yeah. I love the idea just because I love to transform and anything that further away it is from me, the more I enjoy it. Um, but it was just, it was just, it's just really fun. Also just to constantly retch and, you know, pretend you're vomiting it's just a fun thing to do <laughs> is, is, is it true that your longest recurring pokemon role is it is it wabafet from team rocket um i don't you know what i Wait, don't you've... know what my longest one i wasn't i'm not the og wabafet so casey rogers was the original and she retired she actually just you know just just decided she was she was finished with that she loved it she was great everyone loved her but then um, it was what was wonderful was I had her blessing. You know, she was like, oh, it's you. You know, like, I love that woman. So she was happy that it was me that was taking over. 
but I've been doing Wild Buffet for at least, I don't think, eight or nine years. I don't know. It's been a wow. while. Wow. Eight or nine. Has it been eight or nine years for that? Wow. I didn't. Maybe it hasn't. Maybe I'm exaggerating, but it, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Wow. It's, a, it's a skill. I mean, I've gotten a ton of parts of voice matching. But then, you know, sometimes you get the voice match and then you get in the booth and then they go, you know what? Let's let the audience know it's somebody different. Or sometimes they're like, let's not let them know. So sometimes it shifts and sometimes they're like, let's just keep the voice print exactly the same. So sometimes it's our decision and sometimes it's not. But it's it's fun. It's fun to step in. It's fun. It's more fun to do your own thing always. Mm -hmm. But it's also really fun to like do step into something iconic. You know, who doesn't love that? That is very true. That is very very true, especially when, uh, if it's already if they if they, if it's already an established character, and then you have your own twist of that same character. So I can only imagine. Mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's great. No, but that is awesome. I cannot wait to uh, to, uh, to see <laughs> to to, to, uh, to meet you at Ucon then, if that's okay. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, to meet you too. It's going to be <laughs> such a good time. We'll we'll yeah. break bread with uh with Justin. You know. Oh yeah. We'll we'll, we'll try a dumpling together. Oh, definitely. I know a couple of places. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds like a plan. And, uh, but uh, like really like on Ubicon itself, uh, actually I just thought about it though too. And, uh, uh, like, what is it, or uh, like, what is Ubicon bringing to the show that will set itself apart from other events itself? Uh, Justin? Oh, yeah, I guess uh, I can take that then. Um, <laughs> I mean, I think first and foremost, we just wanted to like step way back towards basics um, and do just the most we can with what we have really. Um, it, like I said before, it is really a passion project. We, you know, we're not a corporation. We're not like this, you know, executive team. We're executives in our own right. Um, but, you know, we're just kind of like friends and like-minded individuals that have different experiences, bringing together their experiences so that we can create one large experience, you know? And it's going to sound cliche, but it is really blood, sweat, and tears pushing us through this. Um, obviously, we have like the craziest VA lineup, I think that I've seen at least. Um, you know, we have two free raves uh, for all the con goers lasting at least, I, I believe, three hours, three to four hours on Friday and Saturday. Um, yeah, uh, you know, even for that, we have like an amazing AV team coming in and setting up lights, you know, uh, sound systems and things like that. Uh, like I said before, we have a K-pop dance crew coming to, you know, perform, hold panels, do random K-pop dances. We have our food alley, uh, which is going to be, like I said, Japanese curated, culturally accurate anime food. Um, let's see. Uh, and also, yeah, uh, just making sure that the vendors and the con is happy. I think this is one of the biggest aspects that we're going to kind of focus on. I think it'll definitely put us a little bit, you know, separate us a little bit from the rest of the competition, just because we are bringing in things like, you know, uh, changing areas for the featured cosplayers, um, green, like specific green rooms, private bathrooms for the VAs, food runners, vendor, um, booth watchers, um, volunteers up the wazoo, you know, uh, free water for everyone. Uh, every uh, like merchandise vendors will get discounts on food. VAs will get food, you know, things like that. Like we have like wow. really try to just make it really easy for the people helping us so that they can have it much easier to you know make the con goers happy so we believe if we as a group is happy um and everyone working with us is happy then everyone else who comes in 
Well, and we all know it, it's it's a long it, it's long hours. Con hours are always long, and you know one of always the common you know things that we've taken away is like uh, they're they're really like the vendors struggle sometimes because you know there's only one or two of them running their booth. So we really want to make sure that the vendors know that we have them and that uh, we want to take care of them. Uh, and we're there to help them make money as well. Um, and so uh, allow like having volunteers to be able to go watch their booth if they want to go, you know, even if they just want to go do a smoke break or a bathroom break, or even just go get food or even potentially go stand in line to get a signature from one of these VAs, uh, we want to be able to provide that. Um, and then also having private bathrooms, like you said, is, is, is huge. Like um, being able to sneak, sneak away and go use the bathroom uh, uninterrupted uh, is, is a huge thing. And it's, it doesn't really get really highlighted. And, mm-hmm. But I think like really showing the vendors that, you know, we care and, and we're listening to them, um, you know, uh, what they need and what they want. Also, uh, we are including free Wi-Fi for them as well. Um, a lot of oh, wow. like, free Wi-Fi on the boots and the, uh, for, for vendors and for artists. Yes. Yep. So okay. that's, uh, uh, it's all included, uh, in everything with our venue. And that's also why, uh, Bell Bank Park is like an amazing venue is because, um, they're really allowing us to mold, uh, to what we need them to do. Uh, and they're also willing to grow with us. And so that's why we've signed a multi-year deal with them is, uh, they're allowing us to, you know, to do the food. They're allowing us to give free access uh, to to vendors with Wi-Fi, and and if we need power, they're willing to adapt to it and everything like that. And where you know other convention venues, it's it's hard. It's all a cart. It's you pay for everything, and they're not really willing to adjust anything. Uh, they're like, this is it. This is law, and that's it. Where Bell Bank Park has been nothing but sort of amazing to really kind of tailor how we would like to do things. Uh, and grow with us. So that so. sounds awesome. No, I mean, like, I, uh, I definitely really like the fact that y'all are actually keeping the. Uh, you're also keeping the not like you know you're helping out the vendors and artists in that w- in that way too. Because you're right, not a lot of people, not a lot of events usually do that. Uh, do what y'all are planning on doing uh, for them, and then uh, especially routing the ways to have like you know easier access for them to get to the thing well what like what about like if they what if what if like if a vendor or an artist wanted to like you were saying get away from their booth or stuff like what about accessibility to talk to like excellent people like erica schroeder uh <laughs> like to go yeah. see, wanting to go see her in the, uh there like how would that work yeah pretty much they um they just have to schedule with us like say um we, we have countless kind of uh, volunteers and um we're just gonna have to schedule like hey like Erica's going to be signing on Saturday. Uh, we're, we're asking all the, the vendors to let us know if they want to get certain things signed or meet them. And so then we're going to just plan it around that. And so that's unique because sometimes we're asked, like, if there's a bigger guest, like a bigger on-camera guest or sometimes like when I did uh, what convention with Al- Alamo City Comic Con, Stan Lee was there and they went around and asked us, do we want to meet Stan? But like you don't hear people doing that for the vendors. So that's like really sweet because they usually have to are scrambling to shut down their booth. And then on Sunday, they're trying to scramble to meet us before we're meeting our flights. And they oftentimes miss us. I would say like 50 percent of them or more miss 50% of us. And that's, so that's a really sweet thing to do. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's why, like I said it a little bit earlier, it, 
it's not just about the guests at the end of the day. Now, the guests are always going to be a huge part of it. And without guests, we have no con. But likewise, without amazing people willing to work with us and enjoy their time there, we have no con. So it, I think it works both ways. I think that's why we're so heavily focused on not just like, you know, amazing talent such as yourself, but like even like the little guys who who are there to not only make money for themselves, but they're there at the end of the day helping us out. So I think I think that's where most of our mindset has gone towards, um, at least during the production of this convention so far. And also to, to add to that is like we're um, another part that we're really highlighting and really focusing on is, is artists. Um, um, we're actually bringing out, you know, the, the, not the artist reps, but the actual real artists uh, we've, we're, we're about, to, I mean, he's up on our site now, but we are about to announce him. Uh, Dominic Glover uh, will be at our show. Um, he's a huge featured artist. Uh, and then along with uh, Christopher Clark, who is the uh, number one featured artist for Lucasfilm uh, and also for Studio Ghibli. Uh, so uh, we're having him out and he's like a, a traditional art style kind of thing. And um, and we're really wanting to focus, do a highlight on artists um, and, and the actual, um, not just the reps, you know, that are selling the art, but, but really, really highlighting uh, the, um, the artists that can, uh, that draw all these characters and are going to, and they also want to meet the VAs. So that's also the cool thing of being able to, to showcase that. That is awesome. Yeah, no, that's a, I definitely love the, uh, the goals, the goals y'all have set for that and the determination to get it, to get it, uh, to get it running. Cause like I said, with the, uh, if, if y'all have that plan in mind, y'all are doing something completely new. That's something new. Uh, that you don't usually usually see. It's very unique. Uh, <laughs> unique. Yeah, we're stuff. not trying to reinvent the wheel, but we're mm-hmm. trying to just kind of, um, just just add to different things. Like right. really, just try to highlight uh, everyone. All right. Uh, like one of the things that I that I'm looking forward to seeing at your show is uh the anime tattoo artists, and uh, I think that one of the uh, that anime tattoos are one of the most underrepresented forms of art that you do not see at a show uh itself so like what made y'all want to include this uh so obviously like i'm already you know tatted up um but uh going back to the story of how preston and i met um you know like i said he was appreciating the art on my walls which was done by my tattoo artist and i think a lot of people tend to forget that tattoo artists are artists uh they have had a negative connotation for a really long time but i kind of like to compare it to anime anime used to be really niche uh and if people found out that you liked anime you were either considered a nerd or you know like it, it's, it's always been like that but now anime is widely accepted it's you know mainstream tattoos exactly the same you know uh we wanted to include anime tattoos just because one we like it and number two we can give recognition to two things that weren't considered very popular and at the end of the day, it is art. Um, mm. I've seen a couple comments here and there saying like, oh, a tattoo you know, booth at a convention might sound a little grody or a little weird. But these are actual professionals we're bringing in. We're not picking some random doodler off the street you know, to, mm. to give you these tattoos. These are like people who are booked out for months and months and months. And they've given us the time 
to, you know, set up shop and, and do little things, quick things. And if you want to do something bigger, you can definitely hit them up separately and, and schedule that out as well. Um, but I think it's just another form of art. So whether or not it's like, you know, building a, a beautiful canvas, same thing, just uh, on skin. And I mean, they're so pretty. All right. Yeah, that's that's very, very, very true. I know, I, I'm looking forward to checking the, checking some of that, that art out. I yeah, love, definitely. I'm sucking for of, art. Maybe your girlfriend might get her wish come true. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, Preston. You might, you may come home with like a spider on the back of your neck. You know, it could happen. Oh, you know, it's like I'm like a network engineer by day. I think my boss would love that <laughs> seeing seeing that on the day. Just keep slapping it. You know, like ow, ow. <laughs> oh my gosh! One of the last uh, tattoo artists slash shops that we're going after is really ironic. Um, they're here in Glendale. Uh, and they're actually called uh, Uwu Tattoo. Hmm. And so... That's uh, like a match made in heaven. It is a match made in heaven. So, like, we're really trying to, like, go out there and see if we can invite them out. So it would just be fun. Uh, be I've been, there, there's an inside bet going on uh, with with our company uh, that if we exceed a certain amount that I have to get an Uwu Tattoo. I don't know if you knew this, Justin, but... I did not, they, but I 100% support this decision. <laughs> <laughs> can I yeah, can I yeah. pick what what it goes on you? Well, no, it's gonna be a uwu, like an uwu uh, uh, con uh, uh, mascot tattoo. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, then I would say we're gonna make well. it rainbow colored because it's better. No, 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 no Erica. Uh, I think you, you should go. just tat it on him. Just give <laughs> give Erica the gun, and you do it. That could be. <laughs> That sounds more like a punishment than it'll, a reward. It'll be more meaningful. I do have to say, I was an artist. You know, I have painted sets. So, <laughs> there and you Eric, I love, I love your signature. Sounds so like a plan is unfurling right now. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> Erica's signature is so methodical. Like, every time like we'd have her sign th- certain things, she was like, no, I think I want to try in this color. No, let's I know, try I'm very picky. And, and it's, it's awesome. Thank I could just imagine like a teardrop tattoo of the Ubu symbol just like <laughs> underneath the eye. <laughs> oh god. Oh, oh my god. Fine. I mean, y'all are y'all are, I mean, to be honest with you, for a first year event on how y'all are on how y'all are doing, because I mean y'all said y'all were gonna do it one way, and y'all 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 been basically going through the path, giving more information on a weekly basis, very consistently. So it wasn't like you're there were any dark periods on like trying to release it out and then when i when i uh, p- picked it up which was about a month ago i was like oh i'm interested in this because i would love to see a, a like i mean anime conventions there's definitely space in arizona for the uh for them so the uh so and i and then i think like with new blood new people especially in the the biggest thing a new point of view uh, like with Ju- uh, with Justin, Justin's food food background and stuff mixed in with it, you're just adding more into something that that I feel like it uh, that you could pr- uh, introduce to something that that uh, something more that uh, what what uh, Arizona has not seen ever. So I mean, yeah, I really want to see all uh, see, see how uh, see this to be really successful and and be ground zero of seeing y'all grow and see and then meeting awesome people like Erica Schroeder with us <laughs> like uh-huh. <laughs> like that. It's always it's always great. I just love I love I love I love seeing things like this kind of built together. So so yeah, uh, yeah. I so mean, at, a, at the end of the day, too, right? We just want to do cool stuff with cool people, and clearly we're succeeding. I mean, we're we're <laughs> on a podcast here with Erica and Davis. You know, like <laughs> clearly, <laughs> clearly we're doing cool stuff. That's all we want to do. You know, 
Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we just we're just gonna keep our heads down, provide the best quality con, uh, mm -hmm. you know, uh, for our guests and for everyone involved with it. Um, and if we can just do that, we've definitely succeeded, and that's that's all we're hoping for. All right, folks. Like I said before, uh, you can uh, definitely check out uh, check out the website uwukon.com for more information. Uh, you'll see the full guest list. Uh, uh, when do you all have an idea when programming and stuff are going to be up, or is it is is it up already? Um, we are still working on programming uh, as far as like panels and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, we should be announcing that, or at least like trickling it out a little bit uh, week by week uh, coming up. Um, and then also, I mean, they can just follow us on Facebook and Instagram where, uh, mm -hmm. and Twitter that we're going to be kind of announcing things here on out. So, okay. Awesome. Yeah. So definitely check these, uh, these guys out. Preston, Justin, thank you so much for being on the show. Erica, thank you so much for also coming by. It was, it was definitely a pleasure uh, to meet thank all y'all. How nice thank to, you. to thank be you here. Guys. <laughs> thank yeah, thank you. you. And guys, uh, once again, thank, and, uh, you can always check out awesome guests like Erica, Justin, and Preston on our website on confreaksandgeeks.com on our show Pop Culture Gems. You can check it out on any podcast services out there. But uh, once again, this is Davis signing off. Y'all, take it easy.